Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. probably overachieved and I wouldn't let them represent me worth shit. Some of the mm. kids in school that wasn't that smart got some of the best practices, like the most successful practices. Yeah. The guys really want Because some stuff is common sense. Well, some stuff is about oh, your work ethic, though. It's really about... Yeah, it that's, yeah. that's the bottom ability line. To... It's about... It's not even about that. It's about opportunity. Like, the thing with, like, white boys and black people, we don't always have the same opportunity that other people got. Like they go to school with legacy. Like yeah. I've been blessed. Yeah, I've been blessed to like really have some white boys on my side. Like Dean Coach, the dean of the law school at OU when I was there. You know, Dean Coach used to be like the mayor of Oklahoma City. He ran for the Senate and lost. What's he was that? like a big Tell partner in Crow Dunleavy. Yeah. So are we like, turning um, Steve Harvey He helped out? me get that internship. You, you know what I'm saying? He, he oh, basically yeah. encouraged Can you me turn down to get me an internship when they wouldn't have otherwise. That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when I was in the Balsa, he made sure I got a chance. I got to do anything on the school down. Like, I have, like, after I left, people started getting, like, I had to do a budget and stuff. I would just submit my... Um, receipts and he would pay for all that stuff. That's like flights, everything. Oh wow. Well, okay, so before we get too far into everything, let's okay. kind of introduce who everybody is in case people don't know who the infamous NKM overachiever in a plant. This is Mocha T. I am Capri. I'm Mika. And I'm Dante. And we have a couple of guests with us today, tonight, actually. You want to yeah. introduce yourself? NKM House, um, local attorney. And my name is Isaiah Antoine. I'm a recent local attorney. I just passed the bar and got sworn in. OCU graduate. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I got a clap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so, up. Okay. Alrighty. So um Let's talk about like so we're here to talk about like the recent events and everything that's going on. I just want to ask everybody like how is it affecting you individually and how are you coping? Because um, something that someone told me today was um, that it's it's hard for people to cope. And I think sometimes we have to recognize in these times and when things like this are going on, that there are some people who are considered impasse, who take on other people's energy and take in the world's energy and don't know how to kind of get up out of that. So maybe we can give them some ways to how they, you know, to cope or how you guys are coping so that they have that ability to kind of utilize that as well. So. I would imagine everybody's kind of taking this in different ways, but just, you know, as a black man, as an African-American period, it's just scary, you know? Um, I usually post a lot of stuff on Facebook about like sports, you know what I'm saying? But like the other night I couldn't sleep. Like I, I had been up since three in the morning. I just had a bunch on my heart. I 
just kind of spilled it out on Facebook. But you know, my dad, our boys, it's like there's nothing I can teach them. There's nothing I can say, son, if you do this, this, and this, this is guarantees your safety. That's like a very scary proposition, you know, for a parent, for a person. You have three, so that is three boys. That is like really exactly. scary. So not only not only that you worried about one, but you got three to worry about. And then you would think like it, the fact that you raise them a different way, or you raise them a certain way, or you raise them in a different community, or you give them certain resources and things like that would matter. But we're learning that none of that matters either. No. So it doesn't matter who your parents are, how you've been raised, the neighborhoods you grew up in. Like still, some of that, some of that still still doesn't matter because if someone decides tomorrow that you're a threat to them, then they can treat you as a threat no matter where you come from. So um, Dante, how are you? Um, with the whole thing, I don't know. I just I'm just concerned about my boys because my son will be 16 next year, mm. and he wants to drive. He can't wait to drive, and he like I want this type of car, and the type of car that he wants is kind of like a race type car, and it's like I want to give him something very low key so that you know he's not standing mm-hmm. out to officers but at the same time it's like i'm not even really ready for him to drive or get out there like that because it's like no matter what i talk to them about like he said it, it doesn't matter what you teach them it's just when whatever happens in that moment and he could be doing everything right but and still something could go wrong which is so unfortunate and i feel like as parents as black mothers we should not have to be this worried about our kids like that Mika, same thing you know i got my son 18 so yeah, I be I'm I'm one of them parents that really don't really let my baby go too far anyway. So I'm like, you know, I always call anyway. But you know, with everything happening, then he didn't start working overnight. So you know, I'd be scared as hell. I'd be up at one, three in the morning, five because he would be the one that would fit the description. Like if you literally seen my son, you know, he would be the one that would fit a description. You know, the way he look, you know, uh, thank God, you know, he ain't got the, he used to drive the Monte Carlo, so that was even worse. God, thank God he in another car now. But he just, you know, I worry about him all the time just because he fits that description. And no matter how you tell your kids to do one thing, like if I say, you know, Javion, don't go over there, you know, the kids don't listen. Kids don't listen. So it's just the fact that, you know, because I don't know, you know, he's grown. You know what I'm saying? He's still under my roof, so I still try to keep a hand on it, but I worry about him day by day. So you don't have any children yet. No. So like, how are you coping? Like, what are some of the things that are affecting you in this process? Well, you know, I think that everyone has touched on the more personal aspect of it. I want to really focus on the second part of the question, which was about the advice to give to black people. So I think to be a black person is to be an empath. And people of other races don't understand this, I, I think. When you have a shared experience like systematic oppression and racism, there's an understanding and conversation there that other people are just listening to but not are a part of. So my advice to black people who are struggling with this issue, unplug when you need to do it. Take those moments of joy. Go watch Insecure. Go have a glass of wine. Go spend time with your kids. How it affects me personally it gives me drive, it gives me a sense of responsibility. It makes me feel like I went to law school for a reason, that I'm here for a reason, that my voice is valid. That's why I participated in the protest yesterday. That's why I'm gonna to continue to do that. And just any person that I see that looks like me, I'm gonna hold on to that sense of camaraderie that we have. So 
That's um, for me, I'm like you guys. Um, I think about my kids. I think about the future for my kids. But um, I'm like, I'm like I said, I wanted to tell people, you know what? Step away. If you feel like today the protest is not something you can participate in and you can be strong for, don't feel like that is something you have to do. Um, I think it's very important to know that your mental health is very important at this point in this time. Um, and so don't find yourself feeling like you have to be a part of everything. Like if you just feel like I can't be a part of it today, yeah. like I can't go out and be a part of the protest today. I, I can't watch another news feed on Facebook. I can't watch another news feed on TV. That's fine. Yeah. You know, unplug, walk away, put things down, um, love on your family more. I think this should teach us a little bit more about loving on each other more. Um, try to love on the community more. Try to, you know, be more friendly to your neighbor. Be more friendly to the people you see. Find some camaraderie um, so that we can be stronger in numbers. Um, I was telling somebody, like, maybe about a week ago, before we kind of got to this point of things, it wasn't this hot, but I was telling people that in the midst of anything that we do that's, try that's like, um, any kind of, like, I guess, like, civil war, any kind of, like, high-stress, kind of situation everybody plays a part so your part may just be sitting at home and praying for everybody that's your part and let's not judge each other because that's, that's your part how we decide to do right. that because you know yes. we do that too yeah right and, yeah. and i agree because when i went yesterday honestly i was surprised to see the amount of white people that were out there or really? other races in general mm -hmm. it was like because i i didn't i wasn't in it my daughter went she was in it but I just drove through it or whatever. So when I was driving through it, I was like, it is so many like other races out here. And I loved it. It was just a beautiful sight to see. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I honestly, I'm not trying to judge. I did expect a little more black people than what was there or whatever. But like she said, you don't really know. Like maybe they're at home praying. And sometimes you don't feel safe in those type of situations. Right. And so that was my thing. Like somebody had asked me to go down to the protest on 23rd and Classen. But I'm like, nah, I don't know. I'm just more of a, like, sit back, stay back, because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to be maced. I don't yeah. want people to throw tear yeah, gas on either. me. I don't. Yeah. I just don't want any of that. Right. And, so and I, I want to be people, a part. Yeah, but I think a lot of people yeah. fear, because you really don't know what the police are going to do, you know, KKK or whoever. They target places like that. You just don't know what's mm -hmm. going to yeah. happen. Like bringing your kids out there. See, that's yeah. what yeah. I wanted to do, but I, I was scared. I wanted to take my kids. Yeah. But, man, I just know how I am about my kids. Like, you know... If you want to see me turn up, do something around them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, right. like, I just, I'm not even in the headspace for that. Exactly. You know, to be going out there. Because I feel like the minute somebody grabbed on my kids or pushed on my kids or something like that, then I would have a real problem. Man, I don't know. It's just, and it's scary. You know, it you is just scary. saw a dude basically just get choked out. Right there in front of exactly. all the cameras, like who, and he who's didn't to care. say it won't be he, me, like exactly, or you right. know, or anybody that's out there. Or they didn't have a bad day because I'm pretty sure they didn't have a few here recently. Like right. the police officer, just mm -hmm. it's a bad, simple bad day, and it could be you, right? Yeah. I mean, I, and the I, other I, thing I, is, like I said, um, I didn't take Legend out with me. I took Anaya. Um, I feel like you know, and before I left out my house, before on the way there, I prayed all the way there. You know, um, grateful. The grateful part of it is the pro part of the protest we were a part of was peaceful. Exactly. Um, there was no mason. There was no issues. There was nobody pushing. There was nobody throwing anything. Um, there was a drone flying, and I feel like they shot the drone out of the air because, like, we looked over and all you saw was smoke, but you no longer saw the drone. Uh, yeah, that's 
<laughs> Who do you think shot the uh, drone out there? They pro- the, probably the police probably because you know they've been they've been the drone was probably news media coverage and yeah. we've already seen it's uh, we we've seen not demonstrations necessarily here in the city uh-huh. but we have footage of police officers targeting news media who are getting footage of the people who are being peaceful and the people who are not that's a oh, whole other conversation yes. but that wouldn't surprise me you know. And somebody on here on Instagram just wanted to stop and say, what are other ways to show your concern from home? Um, Attack ignorance when you see it. You know, people mock social media and people are like going back and forth. Oh, but y'all aren't really out here doing the work. This is the work because we can talk about cancel culture, right? So there's a lot of people of other races who don't agree with this movement and they are making themselves very known. They're saying racist remarks. Yeah, yeah. let's find out where that person works. I mean, and even I'm if totally you don't get out in the... Right, and, yeah. and send it off. Because there was somebody who sent um, a, a, a post that this lady said she worked, that she was a manager at Pier 1. Yeah. Somebody, so, so many people sent that information off to Pier 1. Pier 1 responded and said, we don't have this person that works for us, so clearly this is not a real, yeah. a real page. But we would not condone this kind of yeah. behavior if you were someone who worked for us. So yeah. I do believe in doing that too. Sound yes. start, start blowing some horns on some of these people. You'll see yes. that some, I mean you'll see that some of them are teachers. Some of them are attorneys. Some of them I work in our courthouses. Yeah. They're doctors that treat your children. And that's interesting. That's fascinating to me. So I want to know as a consumer, as a civilian, do you stand with them? Do you condone what they're saying? And these companies, if they're smart, they come out with these statements, making it very clear where they stand. Right. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't Either they come out with one or they don't. Huh. I mean, but then that lets yes. you know as a consumer yeah. how to deal with that. Because, you know, um, very happy, very proud of Target in their response to how everybody's been. You know, they were talking about how they set Target on fire. And Target was basically like, look, we just want to provide resources to those who don't yeah. have the resources. Basically, right. we stand we with you. We stand with yes. you. We understand your frustrations. We know why you're mad. We know why you're upset. We know why you're protesting. We just want our major concern is the safety of the people in the protest, the availability of resources to those who need the resources, and the safety of our employees. And I think that that's like the best way to do it one protesting is not illegal but my biggest issue is how do we have such a big big outpour of people upset about people protesting we just had people protesting a whole virus privilege right okay it comes down to that standing in state (laughs) offices so i was telling somebody that the other day you're in a state capitol which is a state office with an assault rifle that is a felony charge Mm -hmm. So what do you yeah. think, like back on the question real quick, what do you think people can do from home? Since you're since you're a type of person won't go out there because of your kids and stuff like that, what do you think that people well, can do from well, home? One of the things that I um, did was, you know, pledge pro bono services for anybody that was arrested. Um, so needed. During that time. Okay. And thank you, that so, is a service um, that is undervalued. That's something, I mean, that's something that I could do given exactly. you know, my personal situation. But I think that it just really depends on the, it depends on the person. Like, like she said, you know, I've had white people, you know, post on Facebook, what can I do to help? I'm like, man, I don't know. Because this is such a Talk to your family. faceted issue. <laughs> Another you know, undervalued, think it's you like, know what I mean? A lot of people think it's about race, but it's really more about 
just abuse of power, period. Mm. Exactly. The only right. thing is, it's like racism is always present, right? So, like, black and brown people always get the shortest end of the stick when it comes to any of this stuff, yeah. right? right? So, where you hear a lot of white people say, this isn't about race. Well, it's not about race at the very tip of it, but because of racism, it affects us differently than it affects you. you know, yeah. Because yeah. when you look at a lot of, like, homogenous populations where it's like just all white people there's a segment of them that get treated just like mm-hmm. we do because it ain't mm-hmm. none of us to keep yeah. down so exactly. it's just them like if you go to you know the Dakotas or Wyoming and those places where there aren't very many black people it's poor white people that's getting yeah. treated and I'm glad you said that because poor white people have a lot more in common with minorities than they would like to agree with. Yes, exactly. They wouldn't admit it, but they exactly. That's where the racial construct keeps us divided. Because really, poor white people do have just as many issues with, they should have just as many issues with the way things are as we do. But that's where their privilege comes in as well. Because no matter how, because even in in the system that I work in, no matter how poor you are in white, you're still looked at different than Mm -hmm. you are when you're poor as black. So we're not saying that poverty is equivalent to race. What we're saying is that if you acknowledge that your form of oppression actually stems from the same system, yes. we can attack it in the same way if yes. we unify. But because we adopt racism and we adopt white supremacy and we have a president sitting in the office that we ain't even got to get into, <laughs> I can just say, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And they buy into this elitism that he preaches to them. And so they're separating themselves from our cause when our cause helps them, helps both of us come out on the greater side. So, yeah, that's very true and a great observation. Um, But, yes, other ways I would say um, praying, keeping yourself safe, making sure – I mean. Hey, there were people that stood out there with waters. Mm-hmm. Just handed out water. That just handed out water. And that would be me. That would be me. I don't attack people on Facebook. I don't really get into all that because it just, I don't know, just stress me Because it'll out. take you to a whole different it level. Will. Mentally. And then it's exhausting. Right. And then I don't necessarily participate in protests, like actually get off in there because I don't know what's going to happen and I'm a mother. I need to come home to my kids. So I just think about all the what ifs. But I, I would go out there and like kind of stand away from it. I would And too. get water out. So I thought that was a good thing because yeah. I did see yes. a lot of people giving out water and I, it's, that's something I've never thought about giving out water uh, give out water snacks, snacks. Yeah, snacks. Was a black, that's a good um, idea black woman carrying a, a wagon just full of snacks take yeah. them just, I mean give out oh, snacks yeah. give out water um, be um well, I don't know. Just you can be an encouraging word to someone. I think it's a exactly. lot of things we can do for each other in this time. Right. Um, and I mean, I say some people are okay with being on the ground. I've been one that's I'm okay with being on the ground. That's but that's my personality. That's right. who I am. And that's you my know, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't mine. dare put anybody down who said they didn't want to do it. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. you know, I'm gonna come with my milk, and I'm gonna come with my my face shields, and I'm gonna cover my face, and I'm gonna do it. You know, but that's just me you know and i understand that that's not that's not for everybody you know but there are different things you can do like i said there are are multiple places for people to be able to participate in a in a protest that don't i mean example we've started they've started talking about the blackouts and not Mm -hmm. spending your money at at, um corporations or with corporations who are not who don't support support. support. yeah you know that's a way to to participate in a protest without actually going out into the protest itself Um, donating to black lives matter and donating to black lives matter that yeah Yeah. i'm supporting black supporting your black community somebody just said donating to bill 
Yes. Yeah. That's yes. another one that you can do. Yeah. Donating to bail. To people's bail. Bail money or whatever. So I mean kinda yeah. like what you do. You know, you nobody, can services. Nobody got arrested yesterday, did they? No, I not yesterday. Heard any reports no, for yeah. yesterday, but the previous the previous right. night it was having right. twenty how it was large. Okay. It was a pretty significant number. Right. And and I like the yeah. whole protest idea, but I don't like when people get out there and act a fool. And I don't understand. Mm. People are upset. People I are mean, upset. I know that you're upset, but why bust out windows? And why? Yeah, mm. I mean, just stuff like that. Protests are dangerous. Like that. So, like, all the yeah. stuff that we focus on, if you took a look at the backdrop of the 60s, many was people out there raising hell in addition to having sit-ins. Like, 64, you had Watts. All the way up until 70, you had Watts. Minneapolis had one during that time. Baltimore, D.C., Chicago. Philly, Newark, um, all those places were having riots. You had the Black Panthers hopping out on police with shotguns. The sit-ins and the non-violent, the, the passive resistance movement was just a part of it. You had Malcolm X talking about by any means necessary. I mean, you had other people that died just like Martin Luther King and them, but they died in a different way where the police just come in there and shoot them. But watch out your own community. I'm going to tell that's, you. That's just the people that's, that's just one way. Of expressing your anger. Yeah, I just and I, I, and and I don't agree with it. Here's my thing to that, and I think that part of it is this: I, I think that any resistance, all resistance, is not going to be nonviolent because even the people that sat in, people spit on them, people hit them, That's people right. knocked them upside their head, and they all still sat there while people did it. I wouldn't have sat there. I, I would have been done sitting. Well, I guess so. It, think it depends on everybody. It depends I, on your I, level of what you what you are about. Like, I didn't mean to, you're I, fine. I, I just want to say. That when we talk about this issue, let's first start with the fact that we learned violence from them. Let's let's start with that. And acts of violent revolution, whether we acknowledge it or not, gets us somewhere. Whether we acknowledge it or not, it is progressive because people respond to fear and people respond to destruction. So wherever we want to go, with which side we we agree, I personally wouldn't. What whatever. The argument that is not viable is when we talk about that it does that it doesn't change anything because destruction gets well, us well, on the news. No, yeah. I believe it does. And, 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 and that and that is something that I brought up. But not our we, community though. Don't tear up black businesses in our community. And, like and, why and, do that? And that's and that is a valid that, point and I am uncomfortable with us tearing I up. I just want to say I don't that. Like that. And, but, I can agree with that. I just understand that that's part of the game. Yes. Like See, I agree with you not turning up, but I don't know if you can really put a like a barrier. a riot, a barrier on riot and how mad yeah. people are. Because I, I, I mean, it. your anger I might be it. way worse. You know, mine might be way worse than yours. I don't agree with turning up black businesses either, because yeah. I don't know what the point that that you know that is. You go to our community and tear up, you know, what but we right. doing. Because no, it was like a, with you, but yeah. economically speaking, yeah. when we cause destruction to a city, it is bad for the city meaning that it's bad for the city officials and it's bad for all the powers that be on top. So the system, when it comes to this 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 talk of destruction, they have to be awake to that. Now, I don't want black businesses to be a casualty of war. I don't want that. I don't think black people really want that either. But at the same time, I am, this is where I am with my people. I don't wanna judge my people for their expression. I just can't do it. I see the hurt. And I don't think that when they're hurling a brick into a window, they are even thinking about who owns that building. That's true. They're I'm just going to be true. honest with you. And Target, um, what was another? There was one 
uh, chain store that got raided really badly. These are chains, and Target was very wise to come out with the statement that they did because they know what's up. You know what I mean? They know what side of this that they need to be on. But I think that in our city, in, in Attorney House, maybe you can correct me, I haven't heard any substantial reports that black businesses are getting hurt. I know there were some on East Side that were tampered with. That makes me uncomfortable, and I, I want to say that. She got to figure out who was actually doing <laughs> that part. There's a thing now. Exactly. Yes. Because, that, that also, part too. because then we get upset and say don't turn up black owned businesses when you have white people who are turning up businesses yes, just are. as well, yeah. who are looting, who oh, are absolutely. destroying. And I don't think, I don't necessarily believe in, I, I, I understand that there are casualties of war. And so I guess the other part to that is I think that sometimes we want to save ourselves and save our city and save the things around us that are so, that we're trying to build up trying to prevent the casualties of war. But like you said, I do completely understand that the only times I have this question, when was the one time they listened to us in any level of peace, just sat down, we were peaceful. We came to say what we had to say and it was heard. That answer would be never. It has never occurred. We didn't get, we didn't, we're not released from slavery out of peace. We were not released out of, like the segregation was not ended due to a peaceful cause. Nothing has ever come out of us doing things out of a peaceful I space. It. I get it. And we so, chose the peaceful space, though, to, to promote as the reasons why that ended up happening, though. Because that's what the whole, you know, that's what this whole education of the non-violent resistance is about. They but don't really teach you in school about It's all necessary though. Like it's it's all, all the same movement. And that's and that's I the feel. point that you make. We it there's a place for all of it. There's a place for peaceful protests. There's a place for violent protests. There's a place for conversation one on one. It's all it's valid. And it's for the lawyers to get in, for people to get arrested and released. And there's a place for and all it's of be it. People mm -hmm. just not gonna do anything. Yeah, and that's fine too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and that's all a part of it. I think that because when we realize that part, then we'll stop criticizing each other so much for what yeah. part you decide to play in. But we, it. Well, and, always and we want to be people that are gonna be critical. We want to validate Dante because you are a mother. So you're you're the scope or the place that you're coming from is not the place that I'm coming from, True. right? I saw a post like, you know, where they were burning the police station down. I'm like, yeah, that's the system. Air this bitch out. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm cool. I'm cool with it. You know? Right? That's fine. Right? That's what And I'm a mother, and I saw it and thought the same thing. Right? Shit, go hit another precinct. But Dante looks at it, and she sees nonsense because she Even at the like the police precincts? Like, I was like, yeah, that's where you need to go. I was like, don't go turn up the target. We need, a, we need Christmas gifts. Yeah, like, 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 no, like, hold on. Look, don't yeah. turn up the target. You just might want to be like that little lady that keep talking about that. Stuff. Look, if, you, if, you, if you choose to tear something up, tear down the places that is, is affecting everything, right. like the police yeah, precinct yeah. exactly. and things like yeah. that. That's, That's what I agree with. Yeah. Don't target businesses and, and stuff like that. You don't know what I put in. I mean, I get right. what you're saying. You can't tell people how to respond so here, to their pain. I get that. Yeah. But just at the same time, just be mindful of what you're doing. If you want to turn some shit up, go turn, turn up the police station, turn up the courthouse, turn up the yeah. like his house. Like, yeah. The police station, that's the hardest place to go. I know. <laughs> 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 
gonna say this too, because I'm gonna say this Thank because you. I saw a I saw a pit, a message that said, "Look, we are gonna have to pray for the black owned businesses because they're gonna start coming for them." When you are a black owned business, and I say this all the time, you need to take care of black owned of your business part of your black owned business. If they burn your shit down insurance. to the ground, you got insurance to cover that. So you have to know the not necessarily that, and I get that people may not necessarily be able to afford that, but I think that we need to start thinking before we go into business about things that protect your business. Because somebody can come in the middle of the night, it don't even have to be a riot, mm -hmm. and set your shit on fire. That's a whole other yeah. issue, though. Like, but that's when people do that, I mean, yeah, and I get I that mean, part, too. I'm talking about the whole riot. Thing. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. So a casualty to yeah. it is going to be somebody, the, some people's business. Stay out of the community if you can. Yeah. If you can. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think that, they're going to do yeah. it. No, I get it. And they're not going to do it, but I'm just saying. Just, I mean, um, and I understand it. You know, you I, know I, yeah. But like you, you said, my mindset is different because I am. It don't matter how you protest. You just kneel and don't say nothing. Exactly. People still got beef with you. If you turn shit up, people still mad still at you. Got, yeah. What difference does it make? <laughs> you yeah. turn it up. Oh, man, my people didn't even do that. That was my great-grandpa my great, great -grandpa name. That wasn't even us. You know, yeah. don't nobody want to talk about anything that was done wrong or that's continued to be done wrong. It doesn't matter how it's done. And I here's the other part that teaches up. you how valuable it is when people start turning shit up. They start sending the National Guard to protect the shit they turn okay, up. Okay, what did y'all yeah. think about the comment that the president made? I guess he was talking about the I try not to listen to that man for any Talking about the, what, the governors? Just they start losing, we start yeah. shooting that Oh, one. which one? That one? Yeah. Or today's comment? No, today's comment. Like, I, I don't know which one. Yeah. Comment was, wasn't it something about the police officers basically was weak and he was going to send no, the governors. No, the governors were the weak. The governors were weak. Okay. Yeah. And then he was going to send the National Guard or something It's out. hard to yeah. say what you think about anything that man says because it's not coming from a place of intelligence. It's not. That the intelligence. So he, there's is. no intellect there. But see, there's there's no here's, what, here's where his, his not level of intelligence affects the general population is there are people who are walking around in this world who think exactly like him. Who he's breeding. So what he's currently doing, and unfortunately, which is probably, depending on how bad or how, how pissed off we are at this point, um, is going to breed another set of angry people that you're going to have to be fucking with. That's going to be fucking it's with you. Breeding, they already they already I mean, he's just going you know, to speak. He's just making it comfortable to them, for them. For them. Him yeah. being the he's, president just gives them license permissions. to feel comfortable. Yeah. Right, they're yeah. comfortable yeah. with it. That's it's all. They're already there. Because this is like history repeating itself. So like after the stock market crashed in 29, you had all these fascist people coming about like in Europe. And then, you know, that's what Nazi, and you know, well, that's what all that stuff is about. This is like the same stuff. Supremacy. America was on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. It was on the opposite side of that the last time. Now it's like our president is on the side of fascism this time. I mean, it's kind of weird. Cause mm -hmm. You look at Brexit. You look at all of that stuff that's going on in other parts of the world. It's all the same stuff. You know, white nationalism. You know, white supremacy. And this time it's like the government, our government is like complicit in it. Yeah. In the way that like the Italians were or, you know, the Germans were. I would it's argue that crazy. our government has always been complicit with racism. Yes. Like, it's not, I ain't talking about just racism. Racism is different. I'm talking about fascism. Like, that's basically what the right is promoting. Now. So then, it's like, it's define like nationalism. That. So define that. Anything. So then, so, because you use the word that people probably, a lot of people may not know what that it's, means. It's more about, like, where you, where your, where you originate. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's about origination, which is crazy because this is supposed to be a melting pot, right? Nobody mm-hmm. here. But no, we didn't buy it. Today. From Nobody here, yeah. for, for <laughs> 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 That's the craziest part about this whole thing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you're trying to have this white nationalist country full of people that's not even from Full here. of people of color. You know? This country wouldn't be here without people of color. It wouldn't exist. It wouldn't function. It wouldn't do anything that it does without people of color. And that's why I feel like they have every right to burn it down. Set shit on fire until they get it right. There you go. That's kind of where I am. <laughs> and I'm, I'm with you. You took me here. I'm here. Then you want to mistreat and me. And now you want to mistreat me. And you want to keep mistreating me. And now you, you wanna... want me to enlist myself in the military to fight for the country that doesn't fight for me. They don't fight Systematically. For right. Yeah. And, and then I bring kids into it. And then you want to tell me that my kids just need to buck up and get in line just like you. So the moment my kid decides to be an individual or the moment my kid is by themselves and, can't, and nobody's there to protect them, then you can just take life from them. I'm with you. Burn this yeah. shit down. Yeah. I saw a sign yeah, today. That was right. a we do. But I saw a sign today, and it was actually it made me really think. But it was a, a little black boy. Um, I don't know how old he was, but he was holding up a sign, and it says, um, "At what age do I turn from handsome to a threat?" Yeah. Uh huh. No, and it made yeah, me think it. about mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. that, like you really yeah, have to put that into perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, kids, yeah. well, there, there's, there's like, at what proof. What age mm-hmm. do you become a threat? Well, there's mm-hmm. proof that our children look older, uh, that they conceive, they're considered older or perceived as older. Yeah. From like so, a ten year old is perceived like a twelve year old, a fourteen year old. Yeah, twelve year olds are perceived older. It just depends on um, the person's perception, but they Mm -hmm. perceive our children as older than they really are. I don't really think it's that. I think it just depends on the opposite of person, and it's it's a little black kid. It doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't matter because I've seen little kids mistreated. It. it, I don't mean. I think the the point that she that she was making is that. Our children are weaponized, even as children. So, there you go. The answer to his question is he's already a threat, Re- yes. depending on the situation. Yes. And, and they will, the cognitive dissonance of white America, they will see him as a threat when they need to. Even, no, as, no, young no, as, that, it, even as young as that, even as young as he is. Until until I saw a picture today, too, and it said, did nobody tell your scary ass to be to a be police? A- <laughs> 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 yeah. They, they, they become per, but people become police for multiple reasons and I do believe that a lot of the police that we have issues with become police officers because um, they it because it gives them a sense of power yes. it, and it does we can't it's a power, can't, it's it's a, it's a power, power job for narcissists all this stuff is killing me because I'm like man look it's certain it's some it's a certain level of fear for my life that's just expected of any police officer. So for you to come in there acting like you like a regular person and you always afraid, yeah. man, if you get to say that, shit, all bets are off. Yeah. No, you I know? think, let me tell you what I, and I, this is a, a perception that I have to give, I give people to sometimes that I think, and not necessarily justifying anything that they do, but this is, it justifies why I always say we need to police our own and people from our own community need to be, we need to have more police from our community in our community than we do from any other community because you can't really relate to the people in the community if you have no so I can't be empathetic to the people in the community if I've never experienced what you experienced if I don't know who you are and I don't understand your struggle and so I think I'm not saying black I'm not saying black officers what I am saying is someone who can relate to your plight I don't care if you white I don't care if you black I don't care if you Hispanic only a black person can relate to our I mean but what I'm saying Somebody who can, yeah. who can relate to the community. Maybe I but, say community. But. So, example, when you go to... I went to court in, in Edmond. I have never seen court like this held in my entire life in all the courtrooms I've been in where you have the DA 
who knows the daddy of the little boy and the woman who's standing there who's getting in trouble also and and he can relate to them because he knows them so you know my family sir you know we don't raise our kids like this you know we don't get those opportunities when we go in front of people of authority because there's nobody in a with authority that knows you and can when you walk into courtrooms with families that you know you can relate to that family because you know that family can i comment I, I, on I that i understand what you're saying i just want i, I want to comment on that real quick so i i agree with you um that we need to have a sense of relationship like that and kinship um my thing is is that we need i think we should go even further than that and tell tear the whole system down and start over oh, yes and the reason i say this is because one image that has always haunted me, which is why I got involved in the 2016 protests as an organizer. If you watch the Philando Castile video, one of those officers looks he look like he's of Asian descent and he holds the gun like this. Now, Philando Castile is already dying, but my man's still doing this. Why are you scared of a man that's dying? That's, and you, you, this is not even, it, it wasn't even a race thing. It was almost like a position thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, y'all are literally trained to see us this way. Mm -hmm. You know, we have under of, undercover cops who've worked in the system, who've put out books, and they would say, there was this one officer, this was related to the OJ case, where he said, yeah, um, back in LAPD, NYPD, we had a code that literally stands for animals. But when we said it to each other, we meant black people. We have a 1013. That means an animal, a loose animal. But to them, they meant black people. So see, this is a system. Yeah. This is an actual it's system. A it's a brotherhood. So we can send black people into our, black officers into our communities. But I just saw a video the other day of a black officer choking yeah. a kid. That's what I was going to You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. the one you, so, so I'm like... That's why I said I don't think it's just to be black. I think, and I'm with you. I, de I definitely, because... Policing was bred out of the fact that the police officers' original job was to hunt down black slaves, runaway slaves, and bring them back to their masters. So we got to know the, the root of what it was created for. And I think with the root of what it was created for, police then, we go into the 60s. You go from, from slavery into segregation, from segregation to the civil rights movement. You still have the same policies that still exist within the police state but within right. the same police system okay. uh, just, it's like a power thing you know you look at what what happens in african countries where it's just all black people you know it's always like a group of underlings like the lowest group of people just mm -hmm. getting mistreated the worst mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i don't care if it's black or white who the officers are police culture is just bad you know, mm -hmm. police culture is just dangerous. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I do. I practice criminal defense law. And every time a DA allows a cop to get on the stand and lie, if every time they sponsor police reports, they know that lies in them. Every time these judges sign a, a search warrant that they know is baseless or without even reading the proper cause affidavit, you just giving these guys more power. Mm -hmm. So when they get in, when they put in their police reports, they had a reason to stop you or even a reason to search your car. Everybody in the world knows they're lying, but they allowed yeah, to do that. Yeah. When they allowed to do that, hell, they can just kneel on your neck for nine minutes and kill you exactly. in front of everybody, mm -hmm. and it's good. It's all of those things falling. So it's the justice another. system. It, it, it is. It is. So many people could. Oh, yeah. So many people are um, connected. Know, connected in this. Mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 from the top down. I mean, you gotta look at it. Crime is revenue generating 
for the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. We literally we, need we it to pave our own. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so that we can meet our obligations to the private prisons to occupy mm-hmm. occupancy. Yeah. So that is. Committing crimes. Yeah. You know, that's just the kind of state that we live in. Then so you have it's not some just DAs police. that are more dedicated to their conviction rate than to actually deciding what is the best plan of action for this specific defendant. Mm-hmm. You know, when they get a case, it's a chart. And they make recommendations. That's really what a DA does. They go, they if the range is from four years to life, right? This massive power that a person has to just look you look at you as a statistic, as a number. And they say, hmm, you know, this is what I recommend. Now, the person behind the pen, they don't have any connections to me, my community, my under, the understanding. And, exactly. that, and that speaks to what you were saying. Exactly. That's that power trip that he's saying to where you can just write us off. Mm-hmm. So it is very right. much a system that works together. But, you know, we do things to add negatively to our situation, too, though. Like, I mean, it's, it's so many different elements to this. It's like, you know, I'm not all for the respectability politics, right? But still, at the same time, everything we endorse as a culture, like culturally, everything that ends up being out there in the forefront for us is, like, negative. What's an example you know, of that? Like yeah. just hip-hop. So you know, are, are we are we shaming hip hop as a whole? I'm not or? shaming anything. I, I'm just clarifying. What I'm is looking like for clarity. Everything we seem to promote, everything we seem to respect, is like negative. Like you, like when we were kids, you had the Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like old corny rapper dude. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now everything is just like man. I just got up. I so, just smoked four people and then smoked two blunts. So hip hop glorifies violence, right? You don't think that there is a plot, but you don't realize that there is a there is a higher power that we would say that streams that down to us I mean, I that allows mean, certain. I, I think that some people because you have rappers who are conscious rappers who still don't make it as high, don't get to be no anywhere clo- close to as you think, are you saying successful. it's a demand thing it's a demand thing no, no. what she's I saying mean, what is there is I think there are people pushing no, some of the messages that we hear and that our kids I, are listening to I think to. that people That's push it but I feel push, like we can also we don't have to say it we don't have to rap it we don't have to promote it is all I'm saying I mean I agree be a time, just think of what used to what was even acceptable for television back when we were kids. Like what you it's totally say on different now. Screen. Like yeah, on I Love Lucy, they couldn't sleep in the same bed. Yeah. 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 Now you see everything. I'm not, and I'm not saying that that's not true for like every um, demographic of people. Like you know, you got the stuff for white people that's like way over the top too. But I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about because you also get a lot of positive for them. All I'm saying is the only thing that really gets pushed. In our community, is like housewives, women. That's an issue of representation. Yeah, that's not so much hip hop's fault as it is the lack of representation. So, whose fault is it that that's the only narrative that we see? Representation. I mean, we got the Tyler Perry's and the Oprah's. They got their own studio. So, if they really want to push something positive, I mean, we have. But I think that also, I still believe that just like we think, just like we say that it's a bigger, a bigger thing over like systematic oppression in the justice system. I do still believe that in the mainstream media, what you see is still being directed towards us. I think that they're, they give you the example. I think that they have the ability to stop. I think there are people out here, Issa Rae, example, insecure. You do not have all of the, I mean, now granted it's not a child's 
uh, not a child's show, but at the end of the day, you still get positive, uh, uh, positive people out of it. It still gives you a positive light on black people. It still even gives a positive light on black love and, and people trying to be benefit and do something for themselves. There's still, it's still going to be, it's going to give you your, it's going to give you, it's going to give you, but it's going to give you your, it's going to give you your fresh prince of, it's going to give you your, it's going to give you your fresh prince. No, I'm saying it's going to give you your fresh prince of Bel Air feel. To piggyback on what she's saying, what insecure, not to show too far off, I think it, how many other shows is there a relatively relatable dark-skinned black woman who is pursuing great things in her life? And who's just being a human every damn day. And wearing her just hair. Just being a on human. The, okay, so. On and the, wearing her on own the damn hair while she shows, doing it. All, all the black ladies, Mary to Medicine, there's some doctor ladies in there. Yeah, the but no, that's reality not. Reality TV is there to damn. make. Come on. No, that's just in there. I want to go on record as saying I'm a huge fan of Insecure. I'm a huge fan. I just don't know that it quite does. It's, it, it know, to I me, I feel like it gives us the cool, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel Air feel. The um, Hot Cosby, no, because you, no, what did you like, get from Fresh Prince? Like, I feel like the blackish, I can say blackish is like that, but Issa Rae, King, King, Burst, no, I'm saying at least a <laughs> blackish is bit talking to white people about Thank black you. people. That's, I just, I that's not the same. I, that's what I would disagree with. Well, I think I think but the Cosby Show was we, talking to white people about black absolutely people. Absolutely not. Yes. We trailing off. Right. I would disagree. <laughs> we trailing off. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I also feel like <laughs> that, that, that they don't have like to do that though. I get that the higher ups are pushing it down, but they like in to. real life, I think yeah. they do it. I think they do it. I think we feed it. I think black. I think black people feed into it. I no, do believe do. that but black think people about Dave feed Chappelle. it. Dave Chappelle didn't want to do certain skits anymore, and he quit. Like you can choose to go a different route if you don't it, want. You can, want to but then that, you but have like, people who anyway. decide. But then you have people who say, "Look, my money is more important." So I want to be paid. And some people will do whatever. So I will do what I have to do. Oprah Winfrey ain't never been for black people. So everybody somehow seems to think. Can't say she's she not she is. Because since color purple, she hasn't. I don't know. I don't know if I would say What has Oprah Winfrey contributed? She built an entire school for African girls. Africa. I'm talking about in America. We are African. We are African. In America. Not in black schools. I mean, she I mean, Oprah was the first person to really be loyal to Barack Obama. You, you got to remember back in 2008, back in 2007, when it first started, none of the black people were on Barack Obama's side. They was all on so, Hillary's so where, so where, So where does she go currently? So let's go there. She's gone haywire. Where she's gone currently? I mean, she's got her own thing. You know, come, on, know. Dominic, come on, Dominic, come on. Be the voice off the side. Be the voice off the side. Oprah Winfrey. They said that she's she's been a pillager of of black culture. Do you think she's for, for black people? I don't think she she really. I don't really, know. Oprah, Oprah, I think she's that she's not like really. Oprah was I think, on the white lady housewife. Why would you say that now? Just place? because she goes against like the grain on the rappers? I don't know. I just think I don't. I don't. There is nothing that I think that in in with her influence. That I have seen Oprah do out that Oprah can I think Oprah can do things on a larger scale than she does. How do you know why that she does? Why, why she have to? I just want to I just want to say I think there's a huge difference between saying she could do more for Black people and saying she's never been for Black people. Yeah, okay, maybe I said so that. That was the part where I was like, yeah. wait a minute. 
Tony Morrison, the reason Oprah is the reason why Tony Morrison books are in college. Why why black yeah. people even know who she is and she is all I about think you do. I think, think she has like, some if steps. She, if you become like, her friend, she puts you on on. And, like you and know I, what I'm saying? Oprah's like that. You know, yeah. oh Tyler I mean, what however we feel about Tyler Perry's work, because I got issues with it, but the reason Tyler Perry is where he is as a black man yeah, in Hollywood is because of Oprah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say she... I still believe that is, some of the narratives that we face and the issues that we face in narratives... Could she, talk could she about, be more vocal she about her, her platform? Her she platform gives vocal. her more... When we start, we were talking about narratives and yeah. the narratives that black people have currently... And I do believe that she can be more instrumental in the in the oh, narrative. I agree. I, I agree with that. that just, black people it was have the specific like, phrase yeah. that she's like never she been said, yeah. for okay, us. Not, right. Okay, okay. Maybe I shouldn't say never been for us, but what I mean by when I say we have a narrative that exists within our that that the culture is currently seeing, when we have an issue. If we compare her to, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that any. Um, other than like a killer Mike, I can't think of any influential black person who is actually doing the work that we would all need them to be doing with their platforms. I mean, yeah. that's a fair criticism for all for of us. a lot of people. But I mean, I just feel like, man, everything ain't for everybody. So why why criticize Oprah? Because she's gonna she's done what I she's I mean, well, done. you just asked. Well, we just said that earlier. Maybe her position is something different. This started. This okay. So then, but so then, when we start talking about the narrative that our black people see currently, there's no Fresh Prince of Bel Airs. There's no Cosby shows. There's no. So what you see currently is what's being pushed into the into the media. That's what's being supported, and that's what we have. Yeah, but we don't. I don't know. I just feel like culturally, we don't have to accept that. Like we don't have to. So you give know, us something else. No, it's it's plenty out there. So that's what I'm saying. What is there something else for the I mean, culture? Just because they're not playing it on the radio don't mean you don't have to like it. Like, man, first of all, music is the most accessible that it's ever been in the history of the world. You can listen to whatever you want to listen to. And that comes from Inkim. But that comes Inkim, that comes from someone who's risen above the ability to be able to not have to deal with people what people say and how people what people push into you i just want to point out something that the reason we even got into this part of the conversation is because we were talking about representation and we were talking about representation based off of a question i asked which is whose responsibility is it based off when he made the comment about hip-hop it started with him saying we are responsible for part of our issues yes. right yeah, like- and, you, and and my thing is when it when we talk about representation in media and output and how people see us I would state that that is less our fault than it is the powers that be who push a specific narrative this is the same reason why I was at the protest and there were black people on bicycles handing out stuff and the news says looters ride into their next location that's that what I'm nine, that's right? that was channel nine <laughs> yes yeah, I mean and I was there they no were handing yeah no arguments there but here's the thing right and everything ain't all they fault. Like, you know, at some like at some But point, we, we gotta keep the issues. Some, yeah, but we th- can't that, just, that sounds we can't a little black always, on black crime ish. No, that's to not me. what I'm trying to do. What I'm saying is at some point we have to understand that there are things in our community we can do to clean our own. Absolutely. But those absolutely. are those are separate conversations entirely. Absolutely. They are they're separate issues and and when we talking about what happened in Minneapolis, I don't have to talk about 
these young kids out here killing each other, but at the same time, that's the issue we need to discuss too. Absolutely, we do, but not today. We don't need to talk about it every time we talk about the police killing. Exactly, those are separate issues. They are separate issues. At the same time, the other thing is the issue too, and we do need to be focused more on that issue, not because. Not because, not to kind of counteract how we talk about police brutality, yeah. But just to to keep to kind of because I, I gotta tell stuff. you, if I hear one more time, uh, black lives can't matter till they matter to black people. Yeah. But black to black lives don't. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Because I struggle with that so much. We also have to understand, and I believe that we've been fed this narrative that it's okay to talk about black-on-black crime because we've been told that black-on-black crime is the thing that should exist. Well, we know it's not a And thing. it should not exist. Yeah. And so as a part Who of the black it community, it should, when people because tell when you, people when you call it black-on-black crime, that nobody else, you do you hear white-on-white white crime, white white crime? Asian-on-Asian crime, Hispanic-on-Hispanic crime? People no, that kill I'm, each other I'm within that same. We do, it is something that we need to And that's fine, but that's not, not, but not that's not. We don't need to. Crime, we don't need, we do to need to think about address. Our, we need to start addressing what's affecting our community. But out of oppression is part of you. A huge part of why we are here is because we have been an oppressed community who cannot true. come out of where we're at. But, so but that's no excuse. To, you can't. But you can't be a part of the five telling somebody else that's that's struggling every day to eat that you need to eat better. You need no, to get up here and, and exercise. Don't we don't understand I, that, and I think that we struggle with that being people that have been able to come out and being a part of the what's considered the elite in the black community to struggle with people with recognizing that there are some people who are literally struggling every single day to feed themselves and we're telling you what you should listen to how you should do this and how you should dress and where you should go and where you should be without without fundamentally dealing with the the basics of where they are it's still our it's job as a community that's not even what i'm saying though because when you talk about people that aren't even like from the ghetto that they want to be ghetto you know what I'm saying? It's you know my kids. They listen to music. They want that shit. They think that's what's the that's and the thing. The, that that and I'm bothers like, hey, man, this is like the, huh? the glorifying. I'm like, bro, this uh, is first of all, most of this shit is fake. Like mm-hmm. these dudes are actors. Most of these are even doing this that they rapping about. That's number one. But number two, boy, me and your mom out here busting our ass so you can have shit. You you know what I'm saying? So it's more than, you know, it's not just about. But what are you as a, and that's the other part too, but as a parent, what are we listening to? What are we introducing our kids to? Because I think sometimes you can, your kids are going to get stuff from outside resource, outside influences and things like that. But what are you listening to too? Because sometimes some of us ain't listening to nothing different than what they listening to. I'm guilty. I'm guilty for listening to everything. I mean, so. Natalia is my current favorite. So, love Love her. What I'm saying is, I'm not even saying that there's no room for stuff that depicts how like the lowest of us are living, like the people that have the least are mm-hmm. living. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's so much more to black people than that. Like we, everybody don't right. live in yeah. the damn projects. But, but, everybody but, but the, don't live up amongst that shit. And, that and, and, and I agree day. with you. I, I'm just saying that frustration that you have. Let's make sure it's not going at the people who are creating that specific content, and let's talk about the other avenues oh. and the people who can bring in that. Like I'm not blaming hip hop, hip hop for being hip hop. Oh, I am, absolutely not. I'm I, blaming it for being the only thing that's pushed. Like, there are brilliant kids out there that can play instruments mm-hmm. and that have that can sing and play instruments and do these wonderful things, mm-hmm. but that's not what's getting pushed, but we don't push it, though. Because but, and that, but we don't control the narrative, well, and that was my point. It's not us. The only reason why hip-hop yeah. is big... We gotta be easier on why black hip-hop people, is y'all. as big as it was, the, the reason that hip-hop is as big as it is 
it's because of what it was on the streets before the light was shined on it. Mm-hmm. Who shined the light on it? But that's Who? not the point. The that, point but is, that, that is, is the, the point. point. Because that, <laughs> people the point. are dictating, <laughs> when people are dictating your narrative, oh then gosh. that's what you have Y'all to deal listening. with. What I'm saying is, look how big it was on the streets before the light ever got shined on it. Like, people think hip-hop started in the 80s, but hip-hop really started in the 70s. But it's like, it's going on four, five, six years before the light really gets shined on it. You see what I'm saying? Yes, People I understand People don't shine that. a light on anything that's popular because that's going to make them money. We are the tastemakers. Black people are the tastemakers. The way we look. Mm-hmm. The way black women look. I agree. That's the new look for everybody. People get paid. People are going but, out spending good gobs so, of money to look like a black woman. Are you, de- are you denying, though, that those who control the media are not handpicking parts of our culture that they want to be that's all we're saying but if you if we promoted things the the bottom line is people are just lazy you don't like shit till you hear it on the radio that's why spins are so important because the more you hear something even if you don't like it at first you're gonna hear that shit 10 times a day and gonna start liking it that's how that's how marketing works it sounds like it sounds like you're blaming the black consumer for being for not seeking out that that they don't blame anybody it's just a thing where I hear all the time, man, they don't make rap like they used to. Yes, they do. That shit is just on SoundCloud. <laughs> it's not on um, it's not pushing on it out. But not I don't think people so know to, to push. Go, I mean, because it, it some people don't have. Sense. But okay, but here's the thing. So, like, I'm a person who loves, like, different. I have, like, an array of different artists, artists. And sometimes it's things that I just never have heard, artists I've never heard before. And people are like, you've never heard this person before? And I'm like, no, I haven't. But I seek out that kind of stuff. So before, but that's not saying, I can't say that if Dante's never heard a different artist, that if that's just not her thing to seek out, that what she's being presented is what she listens to, what comes up on her Pandora, what's the first thing. I can't blame her for not seeking out different artists in different okay. genres. No, I can't be like, if you're wrong for that. If she complains about it. If she complains about it. I would say that her complaint would be the reason right. where different. you would seek out. Right. That's that, why that, I mean, was be, that would be where I would stop and say, well, then friends start seeking out different artists or try to do, do different but, things. But if she's not complaining and she turns on Pandora and what whatever circulates through her Pandora is good enough for her, then I'm going to say that that works for her. I can't make that. I think that sometimes what we do is we make that a, an issue for everybody. And as a culture, we blame each other when we don't know. Like when you don't know that there's other genres of music and there's other people out here giving a positive message and there's other, we blame each other for that. Instead of saying like, maybe we should stop and start saying, hey, have you ever listened to such and such? Have you ever, when you know something, give that knowledge to the community. Wow. If somebody starts saying, if I'm, I'm in a conversation with you, right, and you're like, man, I can't hear any, man, I haven't heard any good R&B. I'd be like, oh, man, why don't you listen to such and such and such and such? But generally, people aren't really like that. You just really read their complaints. You know, I, you read I their dialogue on different topics on social media. My point specifically is that black people should not have to search to see that they're not a monolith. Yeah, black like represent representation should be equal at face value. Yes. that's all I'm saying. Whether whether I search it out or not, there's a reason why some things are more commercialized than others. You know what's funny though? Man, a lot of stuff is released and put out there based on like demand. 
and but it's yeah, only that, it's demand i think because it becomes the norm so like the skinny the big ass the skinny waist you know you put it out there people say that's what they want then that's where a lot and if people entertain that then that makes it a, that makes it more desirable that's what people decide that they want because that's what and that's what media starts to push so here's the other part if i see like i think one of the best things that ever happened was Kendrick Lamar's um when his 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 line about stretch marks on women because women started saying look I got stretch marks and so you have these issues where you have where it's I mean not that it's a bad thing but what I'm saying is it's an image that people that someone in main in mainstream media, uh, yeah media said so this Lamar is okay made it okay for y'all to get out stretch marks no what I'm saying you, is you 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 didn't hear that brother <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't even hear that I heard uh, that he told us. In front of the world, yes, as a black man, yes, that stretch marks are beautiful. Yes, it was validation. Yes, and that's what she's saying. You yes, no kids, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter oh, whether you, you have, have kids, marks no, right? That. No, it does exactly. not matter if you. No kids. you it doesn't know. matter if you have kids or not. It what it's happens is when you hear the validation that me being mm-hmm. I, who I am. Is okay, and that's the part that we're missing is the representation of us to say that it is okay for you. I look like I said, one of my I, I'm gonna keep talking about Easter Ray because the fact that she can stand on in Hollywood, be as successful as she has been, be deemed beautiful, and still be rocking her own damn hair. Yeah, but she Issa Rae, they done done a lot of transformation. Man, they doing her hair a lot better than they was at. It first, doesn't you know? matter. Yeah, but she's a star. She has to look like a star. It doesn't matter. I'm though. saying, but yeah. he, you know, Issa Rae, you said it doesn't beautiful. matter. Issa Rae was a little funny looking. But it doesn't matter. She was still she funny natural. looking. She, natural, she was still yeah, natural. I mean, it she doesn't got matter. Her own little cute thing going, but I mean. But what I'm saying to you is, it did not matter. What she, she was funny looking. It, it didn't matter that she her hair was nappy. It didn't matter. What you saw was Issa Rae be Issa Rae in front of the in front of Hollywood, and that's important for us. Dude, that's important for our kids. You would be perfect. You'd have been hyping Issa Rae shit up for the last thirty. No, I'm just giving. <laughs> I'm just giving an example of representation. The reason that Kendrick Lamar was able to say that statement and it impacted us in a way is because. He reached a level of publicity to which he could do that. Yes. So we're going back so to a regular dude that said John Stretch Marks was sexy. A regular like, dude can't talk to exactly. a million black and women at one time. No. Like Kendrick Lamar can. That's right. The, I get that's it. the point. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I just, I guess, I understand. I just ain't never worked. I've never looked for somebody else to tell me. A lot of people do though. What I need. Look, like, and, and in our in our culture, I, a lot of people. do. A lot of people do. It's just like. If you follow me on Facebook, I post about 90% sports. And I'm in a constant argument with people about whether Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. And but in Kim, you you would fuss about if the sky if we said blue. In Kim, you just always have been arguing. I, mean, I knew you was gonna be a lawyer all your life. I promise <laughs> to God. In Kim will debate something. In Kim will he, he was like, meant to be a I lawyer. Feel like, I feel like in most of my debates, though, I never really take a hard position on anything. I I really see things like this. I really try not to like tunnel in. And you you can you you can blame. tunnel sometimes. And it's fine because that's part of your personality. That's part of who you are and that's allowed you to be as 
successful as you are because you yes. are you do have the ability to tunnel. But what we're saying is not everybody has the ability to tunnel. So sometimes some people need that. What we need to see, like I said, you do need the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's back. You do need to see some positive representations in the we'll in our community to help us build up. And we 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 neglect that because again, like I said, I think sometimes we are those that have made it a little bit further out of that. So we forget that representation is important to those beneath us to see that they can come out of that. But that's another thing, though. We got to stop really looking at this all beneath all of that. It's not beneath. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm no, saying I is people who haven't saying. made it to. So you still have people who, like I said, who are every day searching for food. You live on the east side. No, for real. You ain't got no car. You buying food. You either buying food from Happy Foods. You buying food from Prince Hall store, the Family Dollar. You may catch a ride to Walmart. Or I will. There you go. Or you're or you're catching a ride to Walmart. There are people in in our own community. Who still have no damn grocery store? They grocery shop on the east side. A lot of them probably grocery shopping at freaking Family Dollar. I see exactly. I see yes. people actually grocery shopping in the Family Dollar. The family dollar. And that shit is sad as hell. It but is. you have to remember that there are people who haven't come out of that. So if that's my that's my plight, Man, then you what think am black I? People being poor. You think black people ever been rich in this country? We haven't. Now look, it's, it was times where we wouldn't just kill it on each other. Now we've been poor as hell. People in Chicago, New York, in the 40s and 50s and 30s, man, we ain't never had money. Shit, we always been living the worst of everybody. But we wasn't always doing the shit that we do now. So at some point, we got to take a little responsibility. And I'm not saying it doesn't stem from one thing or another that has something to do with somebody else. But at, at some point, we but have to Kim, say some but of this Kim, shit is, is a failure of some of our generations. And I get that. And I also say that too, but what I, I hate for us to do, and, I, and I, I'm going to let you say no. this after that, is dilute it. Because the problem is when someone watches this, they see us, they see your argument, and they say, well, hell, they don't love each, they don't love themselves enough, so then why do we care that other people are killing them. That's not how I that's view it. It's, it's not that we don't love ourselves enough. But that's not. But you don't understand that that's how, that's how. That's how white people it. justify. We need to fix that. But that's when you have white people justifying on Facebook that black people need to worry about. They need to fix the shit in their own communities. That's what I'm saying. It's an in-house thing. It's not something that doesn't need to be addressed. We in-house though, ain't we? No, but when you you have to address, but you can't address oppressive behavior with. No, that's not. I I mean, you're not. You're you're saying that you're not. Hold on, just one second. You're saying that you're not right. You, you, it's it's kind of like a contradiction. It's just a little bit of what I hear because you're saying, I'm I'm saying there are two different issues that need to be addressed separately. But right now, I'm gonna talk about both of them, and and that's. That's the problem because today and this week and this month is about police brutality and how black lives have been weaponized due to systemic racism. That is the conversation. So nowhere in that conversation, like nowhere, is there room to say, but black people need to take responsibility for this. We talk about that next month when black people are alive, right? Black people having to take responsibility for some of their own issues and police brutality are two different things. Right. So why are we talking yes. about both of them today? That you know, I don't think I think we were talking about them separately because when we was talking about police brutality, nobody said anything about how we do each other. But then when we segue to something different, then but her we still point have to have was issues. that we people are watching it, this and mm-hmm. they're viewing this 
in the climate of what's going on. And if you don't know any better, you're a person that's going, oh, they're connecting those things because we're having these two conversations. And it's like, if they're white and if they're trying to be advocates, they absolutely would. I promise you. White people didn't know? No. You friends with some of them on Facebook? I know I am. People that don't I'm not. What's going on. I, 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 I get oh. the whole thing about it. Probably shouldn't be discussed right now, but I still feel like it's still something that need to be addressed in our community. And let's address talk about it. it. We, it's, it's still something that need to be addressed in our community. So people, yes, that is watching still need to hear this. We do need to figure out a way to address it in our community. No, it doesn't necessarily need to be talked well, about during, you know, because sometimes What's people, going on now? Yeah, so just as two separate conversations. Right, because so we can do two two different but episodes. regardless, though, yeah. some, I mean, I get, like, some people make posts or whatever about, you know, what happened, and they be like, oh, well, we need to fix what's going on. I mean, I get you don't want to combine the two, but regardless, it still need to be addressed. And it that's does. fine. Let's address it. So then let's start here. We have no grocery store in the middle of the east side. So there, there is a there is a, a huge reason to discuss what the hell is going on with the east side. There is no we, we grocery, have a grocery store. store. But whose fault is that though? Who are we blaming for that? That's and that's my thing. So there are a lot of differences between when you are a person of color seeking grants for businesses, um, locations. There is systemic racism within corporate America. Like there, there's a whole. These little entities, these little systems all have the same master, but they all work the exact same way. So when we say there's no grocery store on East Side, I'm reminded of what happened with Black Wall Street that they just tried to, are y'all familiar with the 23rd one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I went in there because I wanted to support, heard the pitch for it. It's a lot of different booths by a lot of different black people. We're going to have the community put in. They gave me their pitch. Words are misspelled in it. The law isn't correct. And I'm thinking, they don't have help. They probably went to the bank and couldn't get help. They probably don't have lawyers that that, that will help. It, it's like a whole problem that's stacked against you. And I just, I don't really want to blame black people for that. I just got to be honest. So when we talk about responsibility, I really struggle with that because I don't know how much of it has to do with our issues or lack of representation. We have a comment. What's up? I just wanted to make this comment. I think this would be <laughs> from the nose. <laughs> <laughs> from the nose, bleed over there. Yeah. This might be the best place to start as far as addressing the food desert on the east side with us. Oh, uh, the mess. Really the mess. We're starting our own garden. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know we give away kale and collard greens and peppers and watermelon and onions and everything. And um, I was told that back in the old days, you know, in the '60s, everybody had their own garden. Right, yeah. so I think that's the place to start. So coming soon, uh, Mass Jet Move Me, right? We're gonna be selling fresh produce uh, for very cheap. Nice. You know, back in the day, they used to have a co-op in the eighties. But those are things that we need to bring back to our community and things that our people don't know about. And so I think, but we have to start in those spaces. So when we start talking about black issues and black problems and things like that, that's why I say they should be addressed differently, separately, because there's a lot more to it that needs to be addressed. It sounds like we're in agreement with that. Yeah, that needs to kind of figure, that we need to kind of figure out like how to address it. Without people saying to us that your life is not valid because you kill yourselves. Yeah, and I, that's, I don't that's, think that. First of all, that's he, definitely what. That's not that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying no, that's what you know, guys are saying. I'm, saying that. I'm just saying that there's others that see us that say, no, that, say you, that. I get what you're saying. I just feel like these issues are just too multifaceted to just be like focused in on one thing. 
It's just too many oh, reasons. I'm very focused it's on too many reasons why. <laughs> so even when you look at police brutality, that's a multi-layered issue. Is it really? Of course it why is. Why do you see it that way? Because, I think it's pretty cut and dry. You, Stop killing Because us. the brutality is one thing, like you, the actual acts. Mm-hmm. But then when you start talking about like what's behind these people, like mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, if I'm in the military and I do the same thing that old boy did to George Floyd, mm-hmm. then they probably going to put me in jail. They gonna demote me and they gonna dishonorably discharge me, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm a police officer and I do that on camera, then I've got the um, police union mm-hmm. that's F-O. gonna protect me. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a district attorney who basically we've worked together all the time. That's that's why I think it's kind of crazy to rely on like a county DA mm-hmm. to charge. Uh, you think we should have our own separate? Place. It ought to be something mm-hmm. where they not working together all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy had like 17 complaints for yeah. abuse of force mm-hmm. against him. So it's like, you know, when you're seeing all that kind of stuff, there's so many different layers to it. They really don't even have anything to do with black and white. You know what I'm saying? It's really about the power structure. And so if we focus on it just as a black and white issue, and we not we just not going to get very let's, far. Let's not invalidate but, the racial nuance within it that's because not, they're using our race to do it. But they are using the race to do it. But as I indicated before, in places where is there But no we're here people, though. We're here. So that's some, why it matters. Missing the point. The point I'm is not missing the that point. It's just a power thing. So there's an element of it that's just power. But, it doesn't really have anything to do with So wait, okay, so here's the thing that I would struggle with in that space is Bring it to the everyday American who lives and is black and is dealing with it every day, right? To say that there's this power that's behind police officers that allow them to do these, to treat people like this, da 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 da. I have a black son. So, what I don't care to hear about is the powers that allow the police officers to do that. What I want is for my son to be able to get in his car when he's 16 and drive and not have a police officer who's backed by all these powers who, what I know as a parent, that I have to buy my kid a particular car. We've heard, we all said that. How do we yeah. fix this? How but do we fix a, it? That's an emotional response to a yeah. problem by saying, well, I just know I want my 16-year-old son to be able to drive. No, that's, that's, the, so, that's not but just an emotional response. That's a solution. That's reality. That's an end goal. From my perspective, though, mm-hmm. in order to get what we want, mm-hmm. we got to tackle these issues correctly how is that yeah by looking at all the factors that's basically what i'm saying you can't just be like oh this is black on white yeah this is is white on black you know these people are just doing black people like this there's an there's an aspect of that to it of course yes there is but you have to attack all of it though you can't just say what's the what's the rest of it the whole power structure has to come so clearly so her us protesting so back to the protesting this is maybe i think that some of the goal and the turn up shit and the burning shit down and the getting rid of is people saying get rid of the whole damn structure because the whole damn structure is broken. True. It is. But it's, it's, it's actually not from, even broken. It's just working the way it was designed to, to work. work. Yeah. Is. Which is however not for you, black people. However you want to look yes. at it. Mm-hmm. It is definitely something that, you know, people that look like us are getting the short end of the stick. We I mean, definitely I are. That's, I think that goes without but, saying. But I agree with what he said. I mean, you do have to tackle it, I think, from the top. And it may be the protests and all that stuff, but I don't know. Some people need to be in place and maybe separate the officers and the DA. You know, make it to where they don't work together. Because, I mean... Well, they have to. That's just... 
it's I mean, that's what they have to do. It yeah. sounds like what we actually need is a a federally funded association whose entire job is to investigate police matters because this internal investigation right. shit. Right, it's no good. That's the issue. It, yeah, yeah. And that includes the DAs yeah. and the relationship and everything that you speak of. But then now we're talking about raising taxes because who's going to pay for an organization like that? You find a way to pay for everything else. And we do. You hear me? And that's what, hold on. So then maybe as a culture, since we love to drop our dollars for for us to look good and to keep us fly and fresh, then maybe as a culture we need to start then dropping our dollars into a fund that will protect us. In addition to that, you have to vote in local elections because yes. oh my God, the people yes. who represent us are the ones who make yes. those things happen. And I got to tell you, even I'm guilty of this. I probably didn't start caring about local elections until the latter part of being in law school. And I think it's just something that is just in the back of our minds. We only think about the presidency. That's and true. most true. the average civilian has no idea the limitations of the presidency. He is absolutely not the most important nope. person within this system. It's our government. He's only, and that's only because of what that's the only that's only because of his of his words and what he says. And again, how 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 many times how often have you seen a president? On the media, on your as TV, much as, as much as you see him, that yeah, that tells you there was being pushed. He was nothing. a reality star. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what I'm saying. He was a reality that is TV a push, star. but that's that's another yeah. conversation we talked about being pushed. But I do believe that it, I always say this: I push people to for elections because here's the thing: even if you don't agree with the presidential the presidential candidates, you have to understand. Like so. Georgia, when they talked about Ahmad Arbery and they talked about his killing, they cannot charge the two guys who killed him with hate crimes because they voted off hate crimes somewhere in the process, somewhere in the in the in the records. Hate crimes is it no longer that punishable. That, that comes from the legislature. And that, that comes from your legislature. There are federal that federal hate crime laws. So the feds could definitely come in and charge say hate that, crime. Say that again. There are federal hate crime laws. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. The yes. They can, can the feds come can come and do that. federal hate crime laws don't really have much bite to them. My understanding. And, and you would, punishment are very, are very um, But also yeah. what happens is a lot of times we don't know what's on the ballot. So when they are voting, when so example, like, you know, people go in and say, and a lot of white people do this stuff kind of stuff, and they say, well, we don't really agree with the fact that people should be of color, should be treated a certain way and should get certain jobs. So then they start to advocate towards their legislature about how they feel. Yeah. They talk about how they feel. They talk about how they feel. They put it on a ballot. They vote. It gets eliminated. So now it's no longer... It's no longer a valid policy nobody or a valid law, so nobody has to abide by it. And I think that part of what we don't recognize is we don't know that the law is, is there or not there until it, ha- until it affects and us. Until it affects us. Yes, you do need to you know. Need to know. No, you need to know. Are we trying? He said, do we want to know? And that's, a, very, that's a valid question. That's, that's the question. That's a valid question. The reality is we don't want to know collectively. I'm not seeing a few... I'm talking about collectively. We need to want to know. We do need to want to know. So at what point, back to this, back to the thing I'm talking about. That's the responsibility. That's the responsibility that we have. Exactly. Like it's not. I mean, blame other people. All I'm saying. Because everybody, we three thousand, three thousand people took time out to go to that protest yesterday, and I bet. How many of them people want gonna go out and vote in thirty? Okay, so here's the thing. How many? So so when you, how many of y'all hold y'all friends accountable for voting? I do. I mean, so you know, when you, when it's time I mean, to vote, 
whether you got to take your two seconds and take your ass down the street and you just kind of busy, you can't. What happens is sometimes we'd be like, I ain't got time to go vote today. You have to yeah. make that a problem. I'm a lot of blaming. The most I'm gonna do is post and my picture, my picture of my sticker on my Instagram and be like, "Don't forget." But so, I'm not about to call everybody. You know, but you should. But you might. I mean, some of your close friends, like I would be like, be some of our friends. friends will text each other. Did you go vote yet? Make sure you go vote. You, you know? should be calling so your friends. Pops, we used to vote, and my brother, you know, we voted at the same election at yeah. the same place for a long time. We don't anymore, but for a long time, and our names were right up on each other. So yeah. I go before they go. I'd be like, oh, man, I see y'all haven't voted. Y'all want to vote? Exactly. Or vote. Something like that, yes. Like but here's the thing. Before that black on black thing we talk about, that's where you need to, that's where it becomes more important to start saying, did you vote? Even if I'm uncomfortable, to get out and call your homeboys or call your friends or send text messages, hey, don't go, don't forget to get out and vote. We need to make it that important. We do. That's so that's what I'm saying. So you say you want to know. No, you know? that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you just had the argument so, about taking responsibility, and right. I'm telling, we're saying this is a way to take so responsibility. I want to take a second to take responsibility. I have some information. This is why I brought this. Okay. For local voting. Everybody that's paying attention, write this down. Elections dot okay dot gov you go to the tab that says election info go down to dates and deadlines and this will give you all of the upcoming elections in oklahoma and there's areas where you can find your district find who your representatives are if you type in your name and birthday on your voter voter profile you'll see exactly what specific candidates are in your area when they're talking and there's another one last thing um Wayland Cubitt, he is a black man. He's sure. running for sheriff. Yeah. Um, this is a it, within the jurisdiction of across Oklahoma. This is a very important man. I'm gonna say his name one more time. Wayland Cubitt. He stands for Black Lives, and he needs to win that office. So and again, I saw people with his shirts on yes. yesterday, um, mm-hmm. but I did not know. Uh-huh. Who he was. For, uh, yeah. OCPD. My mother in law used to do that whole jamming for the hoops. Jam- and then also there's ways to get on and find out what the ballot questions are yes and all of that can be on can be seen on elections.ok.gov so that was I mean, so plug. that'll help you yeah so Local that'll help elections. you so know what's on there when we say do we want to know we need to want to know and you Is need to push wanting to know um I, it's, I think it's too early to know for sure um and it again, it's it's about how we rally behind. We got to start going to some of these black churches, and and you know congregating, exactly. getting on the buses just like they did in the '60s. We have to start p- participating in local elections. It's so important. That's where we're getting hurt. That's how we're ending up with these sheriffs that don't care about our lives, these DAs that don't care about our lives. Numbers are the, bad for us. Are these laws? Numbers, numbers have always been bad for us. I'm just talking about in a place like this. Oh, in other places, sure. I mean, numbers yeah. are better. Well, here's yeah. the other part. Demographics yeah. are I think, I think if you, I think yeah. if you provide people with the opportunity to do so, people will do it. I've sat, I, I say this to you because I say that be, we, I sat and watched busloads of kids. People load their kids up on a Sunday morning from Northeast Baptist Church. I mean, from North, from Northeast the Street Apartments, from Thirty Six Street Apartments. I'm sorry. Load their kids up in several buses. Yeah. Out of them, people was knocking door to door, and they was loading their kids up from several buses. But into these buses, and these kids is going to churches uh, well, on the south side of Oklahoma City. But what a tiny house is saying is valid, which is that, and then we are a red state. We are. 
We are a red state. We ain't changing that in no time. So. But but in the city, you're, you know, I mean, kids are more shoulders, but they can do something. Yeah, but we can yeah. try. That's I mean, we know that if we if we all get out, it's, yeah. it's still our duty as a community, as as black people too. Like you said, to go out there and you know put the knowledge out there because the thing is, a lot of people don't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the sheriff. You know, yeah, so it's a lot of that. stuff that we don't know, and I think that you know people that do know. If you and you can use your platform to put it out there. You know, yeah. that should be our duty as people to get the information out there. And that's the thing. Knowledge is power. Applied and then once you get your, you gotta want the knowledge though. That's the thing. Yeah. That I'm not, about. That's what I'm saying. knowledge People is power. generally are just lazy. If you listen, man, if you just True. see everything that's going on, like on your Facebook, you know it's only certain shit that you get on Facebook. Exactly. Like the mm-hmm. algorithm shooting out mm-hmm. whatever you right. want to yeah. see. That's the only thing you get is what you want to see. Yeah. But you know, I actually go to search. I search different people's pages on purpose. Go out so of your way to have a, a multiple narrative. Like, um, mm-hmm. so that my filter of information is not as small. Like, if I know people that think way differently than me, then I go spend time on their page, like some comment, like some, you know, some stuff, just mm-hmm. so that it'll tell me that it'll I start seeing, it'll start yeah. showing me yeah. other different people like That's that. very important to do. But, it's like, so. most people don't really care about information uh, some people just hear. don't know they just want to see what they know already they just want stuff to validate what they already know well, it's, a that's what it's comfortable know. right that's what right. it's comfortable yeah. a lot of people just don't that's, know look at this trump thing and there's people on the other side it's you know people on the left is the same way they just really want to hear anti-right they don't care about anything else there's people on the right that all they want to hear is you know left is bad you know yeah democrats are bad and as long as you're saying that it doesn't matter how many lies are put in there you know, they just want to hear what they want to hear. Some people just yeah. don't know, though. Because I remember when I was young, I used to actually have to call my grandma and be like, Grandma, who y'all did you vote for mm-hmm. on the ballot? I used to just write everybody down. I never did research. I never did. Yeah. But I just used to day, go. Because you just get on the computer on your phone and be like, man, what's going on in my world? No. So now no. everybody's got a phone. You know what, though? The people have phones yeah. with internet or Wi-Fi or whatever. True. So almost everybody got access to it. They do have access. So but access you and understanding your yeah, that access is two different things. I was going to say. But you know what, um, what Ray Ray then was posting on Instagram, or when they posted, <laughs> they, got, they went live when they shot the dude, or just whatever. You exactly. know, you know what, they, what your homies did, what he was They'll do about research on, on what they want to do research people, on. You people is. look at what they want to look at. Now, if you want to talk about causes for that, that's one thing. But you also have to take things at what they are. You have to look at things as they are. You can't and that's look at fine, them like but let's just start pushing it So anyway. let's let's start yeah. being let's, so let's be a community that starts to that says, you know what, we recognize that voting is important. We're out here protesting. This is the time to make a change. We need to start making a change. So let's push our people to make a change. Oh, so let's make our let's let's start instead of saying I just posted on Facebook or I took a picture of my sticker this year. Send a message to your friends and ask them, hey, go out and vote. Do you need an absentee ballot? If you don't believe that you're going to make it to the voting polls, there's a way to vote without having to go to the voting polls. Go get an absentee ballot. And I get that part that everybody's not going to want to do it. But what I feel like... what's important, too. You said what? Who the candidate is is important. I think the the candidates are important. When I went to go vote for Obama, I mean, before 2008, I could have walked into the precinct and voted in three minutes and been out of there. But in 2008, me and my oldest son, he, we was outside waiting for like an hour trying to get in. Yeah. To go vote. But it has because to be, it still has the, to be important. It's all about who you excited to vote I, for. I was just going to say, one thing that's always annoyed me on the pres- presidential voting ballot, they had that box that says, just check all Democrats. 
or just they check on the public. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is for people who literally did no research at there all. There are tons right. of people like that. And I've done it too. I have. I have done it too. I'm not going to lie. I have done it too. But but. But maybe if we didn't do that, it will require exactly. people yeah. to have to look yeah. at who these people are behind these names. You know what, though? But that's how politics is got. Yeah. But like I do now, it, too. I just it's, it's, like, it's, like, I, I did it. Politics is convenient. <laughs> a lot of things that people want are convenient. If it's not convenient, it's out of the way. I have to wait on it. I have to stand in line. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take from my life. Then we don't want to utilize it. The problem is convenience is hurting us. Well, yeah. I was speaking more to the fact that people are just more divided than ever. So, like, back in, I figure, like, maybe in the 80s and 90s, there were more moderates. Like, people that were, like, Republican, but they could understand yeah. the Democrats a little bit. Or, like, people that are Democrats, but they can understand the Republicans a little bit. Now, you either Democrat You can't agree with Republican anything that they or say. Or independent, and that's it. That's you know, true. You don't really have a that lot of people true. that are, like, straddling the fence mm-hmm. um, anymore. But that's yeah. because of this information age. I mean, there's so much money spent out there to, to just put propaganda out there. Like, you know, people spending money just to put out ideas that are totally false. Yeah. But, you know, they just bombard certain people with it because that's what they want to see. That's right. really scary if you think about it, mm-hmm. like how powerful media really is. Like, oh, we're in the information age. Right. I mean, yeah, you got you in a position right now where you can tell a person the sky is green. It can be blue and people will believe it. Oh, if you say it, if you say it enough, you yes. put that shit on IG. You put about five different memes saying the same thing on IG. Yeah, like put, put a couple of put a couple of um, <laughs> celebrities behind it. Hell, they'll all believe you. You know the yeah. green, the sky was green yesterday. Girl, right. no, it was blue. Um, no, it was green. You know they got the um the, the flat earthers making a comeback. Oh, don't eat no, okay. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. it. Yeah, no. witches, witching, and um. Flat earthers. And flat yeah. earthers. Mm-hmm. What are flat earthers? They're people that believe, believe that the earth is flat. They have um, their own evidence that they present, and they got you know, I ain't gonna hey. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> people can believe us, what they want. And I, I mean, and right. I've heard stories about how people feel like the round earth going to space thing was a propaganda too. I mean, so I guess it just yeah, depends going on who to the you moon are. Didn't going happen. to the moon didn't happen. Yeah. Like, that they really, like, completed, like, different, um, like, they've created images and things that you see that make you believe yeah. all of this is happening. Just like people believe mm-hmm. corona right. is not real and I people mean, are dying exactly. for no reason. Crazy. Well, okay. uh, so any, y'all witches, any mocha tea podcast? No, no, no. It's definitely been a good discussion. So, do you have any like advice that you want to give somebody that gets pulled over by the police or uh, anything like that? Stay safe. <laughs> what does I don't know. Come home. I mean, keep I your hands where they can be seen. Humble yourself. Yes, sir. No, sir. With a smile. And all that other shit that makes us feel poison inside of us. You got to do it. Because we need you to come home. But is that going to... What what if dude didn't give a damn about that? that, that. He he might not. That's just... He might not. You know, I've done so many times before going into places. I tell Ishmael, he needs to... If he can get it out that he's an attorney at the DA's office, he needs to say that. Hey, officer, how you doing? I'm just on my way home from work at the DA's office because I'm an attorney. Here's my card. Come home. 
Uh, when I get Come home. Over, I try to give I give my bar license and my ID. You know? <laughs> I mean, and I and I get that part. Yeah, I mean, my ass if they want yeah. to know. I mean, but, but what are your rights when you get pulled over? Because some people truly don't know. What are your rights supposed to be? What are your rights supposed to be? You do have rights, but what are they supposed to be? So, so you're supposed to be free from unreasonable searches? They're not. Yeah, they're not supposed to search you without having a a probable cause. But the reason why he's we're kind of like that is kind of we know the the way that it works so much that probable cause can really pretty much be anything they say it is. Right. It's like oh, we smell something. They could check the car later and see there wasn't anything in there. But they can say well, the reason something. that we intruded was because we had this initial probable cause to do so. So we're really trusting a system that, that doesn't love us. We're trusting that officers that are working and operating every day see us as human beings. And a lot of them do. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the ones that don't. Right. Um, and it's the thing, people like you unarmed, nonviolent, you st- you just sitting in the car. I mean, we've had a couple of them happen where you just sit in the car and you get shot. So I think here's the thing. Yeah. Get out your car, put your hands up. Unfortunately, now, now you're moving too fast. Unfor- they don't know what you're doing. Unfortunately, um, I, and I just believe at that some of our purposes may be to bring a brighter purpose. And I say come home by any means if you are able to come home. but And we don't want you to be a hashtag. But nobody wants you to be a hashtag. Well, the reason I asked this question is because I know that you talk about, you know, keep your hands and do certain things, but there's also people out there that believe I do have rights and I don't necessarily have to let my window down or I don't necessarily have to let them search my car. So that's why I wanted y'all to talk about, yes, there's rights, but do they really exist? So that's why I wanted y'all to talk about it because I know some... Sometimes people out there like, well, no, I have the right. I don't have to do this, and they make. They better stop doing yeah. right. I mean, we saw the Sandra Bland tape, right? Yeah. She she was the face of I don't I know my rights and I don't have to. She was the face of it, and she didn't come home. That's and what so, I was say, yeah. so we're talking. So yes, there are rights. You can't just look in my trunk because you want to. You can't oh, yeah, you can't touch me. You can't grab me without provocation. That you know there there are rights. The problem is. If this was a fair playing field, we wouldn't be. We we wouldn't be here. Right. And and that and that's so I'm I don't and at, uh, we're both attorneys here. He's obviously more seasoned. Having the discussion about rice is important, but having the discussion about tone is more important. But I think a lot of people also I I think it to be and I hate to say this in this space that some people if that's if you truly believe in holding on to your rights just know what holding on to your rights looks like because I'm not going to be somebody that tells you to bow down to something that you truly don't believe that you should that you should conform or bow down to if you believe solely in your heart that this is what I'm going to do if you've already made up in your mind yeah this is what I'm going to do when I get pulled over then stand behind that and know what comes with that. So right. it's possible that you may not make it home. So like Sandra Bland, right? The officer told her to put her cigarette out, right? She's a she's a civilian. Uh, nicotine is legal. That's not something that she had to do. But in that moment, in his exertion of power, it was like, I'm telling you to do something. That's an order. Do it. And she didn't. And I don't know if her not putting that cigarette out cigarette out is what sent him over the edge to arrest her unlawfully to detain her unlawfully which ultimately led to her death i don't know all i know is this ain't even this shit is chestnut checkers and 
and it's about tone for me. Um, and I think that's why a lot of, there's a side of black people when we talk about these protests that it's like, oh, why are y'all standing in front of the police? Why are y'all yelling? Why are y'all doing this and expecting not to get mace? I think they know that, that that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's just worth it to them to mm -hmm. let their voices be heard. And that's why when it comes to that, it's kind of like what you say. If I'm standing at the front of that line, I know what's up, but I'm going to be heard today. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in the back and that's, that's where I'm choosing to be, I'm protecting myself in a different way. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. Everybody's right. Everybody's wrong. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, so, I mean, that's, and that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to tell you that you do what's comfortable for you as a person. And if you say, fuck it, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to conform anymore. They ain't searching my car, whatever they, and whatever the chances may be, you might get away. You might, they may, they may say, you know what, you're right. Maybe and walk away. That's not even a. They're not but then, my today and and you know what? And that's the thing. You don't. Anyway. You don't. And that's what's what's happening you know? is you're not getting even. You're getting people who are complying, who are still getting arrested, yeah. which is why we're here. Yeah. So, so even you Sterling, can you can say tone. He got on the ground just like they asked yeah. him to. And you can get on the ground, right? right. They was yeah. already. They, man, yeah. He got out the car. They put the cuffs on. They walked him over here, some yeah. kind of way between the wall and the car. Yeah, he ended up on the ground. But we, I don't we know if he to, went through. So if you true, if if today you and, and so maybe the bigger the bigger discussion is that maybe everybody have whatever you believe in. You should pray when you walk out the door because you just don't know what what the end looks like for you. And unfortunately, I hate to say that, but it doesn't sound like nothing that you do. And we've said this: nothing you do. It's going to get you home. It's going to There's guarantee nothing you can guarantee. It's, like, not, a guarantee. it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee no matter no, what Nothing you do, you do is a guarantee to get home. To, I mean, I don't know if I want to put that information out there. I don't know, but... You I do what you... you like I rights. said, you do whatever you feel like you uh, should do. You got the right not to be screamed at when the dude yeah. is just trying to see whether you, um, whether you was going too fast. You know what I'm saying? But they cuss you out. They talk bad to you. You know, body cam on, body cam off. Body cam's supposed to be on. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it's not on. I got a client right now. He was in Edmond. They beat up on him. The police said that he hit him first. Now every dash cam, every body cam submitted, just showed my dude just getting beat up. The mm -hmm. body cams of the dudes that was supposed to have got hit mm -hmm. malfunction. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just one of those deals yeah, where exactly. But it's just one of those deals where. They're going to always, they're going to lie. And whatever they that's decide like they're going to do, whoever they decide. And that's the thing. I think sometimes it just depends on who you run and cross. Because he might just say shit today. I'm going to get me one. I'm kind of like, it's like a tone. sport. Keep yeah. your tone. I mean, yeah, and, and unfortunately you, I mean, it's something that the, the playing field is not evil. I mean, not and, even. So unfortunately, I think that you do have to probably keep your tone in check. Do exactly and, what they tell you to do so you can go home. I'm not... And I get, you know, you have the right for them not to search, but I mean, but what are you signing up for? But let me, but if you sign up, if that's what you, but that's what I'm saying to you is, if that's what you sign up for, then it mentally prepare yourself for whatever it is you sign up for. And I, I want to be clear about two things. The first being, I, in, in, in talking about tone, we are not saying black people, I'm not saying that any of these black people are responsible for their deaths because they had an attitude, because they wanted to smoke, because they said, fuck the police, whatever it may be. Right. That That is not provocation for murder in any sense of the law. Right. The problem is these, these officers who are doing these acts are doing it for two reasons. Either one, they're narcissists 
and they're power tripping or two, they are genuinely afraid of black people, which means they should not be police officers to begin with. So when we talking about tone, we are basically as civilians having to decide what is a trigger for this person that is handling me right now. Is it going to be? We don't, but it's our charge. We don't know, but it's our charge. It's a burden that we have. When we interact with an officer, we have to assess their posture, their voice, the way. Do I look them in the eye? Do I not look them in the eye? It's not fair, but these are things that we have to be cognitive of because these little things, depending on what's going on with them, is a trigger for how they're going to assert their dominance over us. And that's just a fact. The police academies do a horrible job at screening these people. These people should have thorough psychological tests, okay? They should go through all kinds of lie detector tests. What are your prejudices? Or what are you prejudiced against? Um, What triggers you? What angers you? Do you struggle with depression? These people, these officers, should go through way more extensive things than they do to get where they are. Because, yeah, we train them how to run, how to hold a gun, uh, aspects of the law, but who are they on the inside? Because that's why we're dying. I think that killing black people is a sport to some people. It, I'm sure it is. Oh, and it, I believe that some it, people become a, become police officers for the ability to exercise like that sport. With the one dude, like they was just basically just hunting. Yeah, it's yeah, a sport, and I and I and I know that sounds heartless. I know that sound, but I don't know. One day we might just run across a hunter. You yeah. just don't know. But that's what I'm saying. So that's why, just over time, just being in working in the system. It makes it harder to answer that question when somebody say, "Well, what advice would you have to somebody like?" That's why I just say, "Come home, be quiet, assess the situation, you know? feel that person's energy, and do what you need to do. Come home." To sometimes, sure home. sometimes, and, and you know, my I have a lot of black male friends, and they talk about the sense of pride. You know how how you have to lower yourself just to feel comfortable, just to feel safe, and it I don't sucks, feel safe. but it's the truth. That's yeah, I mean, and I, but I'm not a mad. I'm not. I'm not mad at anyone who decides that today ain't the day, and I'm not gonna be. Mad, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna be master slave yeah. today. I, no, I, I don't. Understand it. I yeah. understand. And so it. you just like slaves took lashings on days when they was like, "Fuck it, master ain't gonna take me yeah. today." I understand black men saying, "Fuck it, I'm not not today." And just and that's cool. take Any that. Any day if they want to do yeah, that. Yeah, take it. If that's what you're gonna do, then I say understand what comes with that. And for the community, but what should come if, with it though? That's the that's the question. Like. You should be able to be having a bad day when you encounter. Yes, we're civilians. Yeah. They're the ones yeah. trained, you know? quote unquote, to deal with people. But, but we're expected to be button up, and to be analyzing, yeah. and be somebody's damn therapist, yeah. psychologist, and okay. to be trying to do a damn psyche valve while yeah. you're being pulled over the whole damn time. Like, think yeah. he's depressed. His, his wife. Yeah. Let me look at his eyes. He's twitching. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I think something's wrong. I think his wife might have cheated last yeah. night. I'm not sure exactly what he feels. I, I feel like he might be a narcissist. What the some yeah. people don't even know what the hell a narcissist is. Yeah. Right. So this is a good conversation. So where can the people reach you? Uh, my office, 405-602-5393. And what's the name of your office? House Law Firm. Okay. Um, first name, A-U-Z-I-A-H. Last name, A-N-T-W-I-N-E. Just get with me on Facebook. I'm trying to get position with legal aid so I can provide services for people who can't afford it. So that's what I'm working on right now, trying to get there. Um, 
One more thing for the community. Lorenzo Banks, are you guys familiar with him? Mm -hmm. Local attorney. Um, he often does um, public speaking about rights, specific rights, when you as a person of color gets pulled over. Reach out to Lorenzo Banks. He is also on social media. Um, he is a hired speaker as well as an attorney that will come and talk to communities of color who are interested in knowing those specific rights. I just want to put that out there. He knows his stuff. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well you guys know you can catch us on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. We're on there and OrlandoHipHopRadio.com, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday and Friday. Um, we are on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We post a new episode every Sunday. So an episode was posted on yesterday. Um, we will probably post this one. I'm going to try to keep this one in the climate of where we're at. So yes. this one will probably post on next Sunday as well. Um, we are on Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, and Twitter. We are Mocha Tea Podcast. Just Mocha Tea Podcast straight across. If there's any spaces, that's not us. Um you can follow us on all of those platforms. And then um, every third Monday, we are at the Ice Event Center. Um, we will be there this third Monday. I'm not exactly sure what date that is. Let me look. Um, third Monday is the 15th of this month. So we will be there at 7 o'clock, um, Ice Event Center. Um, I feel like things are kind of opening up a little bit more. So you may be able to kind of come and be an audience on that one as well. Um, and if you have any just general inquiries for us, we are mocha t two zero one eight at gmail.com and we are out. Peace.